Dope days. Chill nights. Good company. And mellow vibes. You are listening to Outer Booth Podcast Extra Hours Sessions from Radio 254. afternoon Nairobi welcome to another beautiful beautiful afternoon right here on radio 254 my name is Eugene aka Mr. Cricket Smile I'm the one who's going to be taking you throughout this afternoon as always these are the extra hours and today today I have an amazing show lined up for you first off let's just start off with the music you know of course I come with that music selection that just you know gives you a bit of something different every single time so today we're going to be doing something random as always i cannot tell you who's going to be on the playlist i just know it's going to be an amazing playlist but but i can tell you what we're going to be doing in the afternoon like later in the second hour of the show hopefully once my guest gets here we're going to be talking about esports in kenya i don't know about you but it's been a while since i last gamed last played a game on a console pc or anything but i have you know been actively doing it like offline you know like but not competitively done it competitively a few times but not in the recent years you know with the pandemic and everything but i remember there was a time where you'd spend like every single afternoon and evening at a gaming parlor just doing something i once finished the whole of call of duty and i can and i can honestly say that's probably one of the best shooter games i've ever played so today i you know that's not the point i'm not going to be talking about my story i'm going to be having a guest who's going to be telling us about the esports in kenya because it's now a whole business right so stick around and we'll be getting to that in the meantime let's have some music a nice music selection playing for you Hey lady, yeah. if you know that you got it, yeah. 
want you one ma kwani modo pendima kichwa chini chekima jiggle jiggle shakeinda Starting off the show is Mandy. Mm-mm. You know the song. Is, you just have to respect Mandy and her skill when it comes to the mic, because this lady never drops a wax song. Never. I've never heard once, once, not even once, has she dropped a song, and I was like, nah, that's that's not the one. All of them, she's got it. She has definitely got it right there. So yeah, you can check out more of her songs, and we're still gonna be going back to Mandy, because I mean, there's just so many songs you can play. Ah, 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 
Nisha turudi nyumbani Yo mama is my mama Hii maisha sinifani Tashikuwa na kiwarude mea kwa kinditahani Kuna mteka na subaru mini kona nisansani Mifani Na mabishte wa pamela wamekam Na situ mefurai Sijui mbona wamejam Nisimu wa julai kila chalia na madam Nisimu si reply Hata ipigwe na madaw Ama sponyo kuchachisha ni matao Tao Brayo ajai lalisha ni mabao Pao Tuko dunda utadhani yako kwao Kwao kufaragiza utashindwa joni hao Ukini cheki hivi ni nashida kama so Kwa flow huwezi ban Juju vile kumekrom After kuligalize na safisha na kolon Nilipochaza kiso siyezi rudi home Siyezi rudi home Siyezi rudi home Nilipochaza kiso siyezi rudi home Siyezi rudi home Siyezi rudi home After kuligalize na safisha na kolon So yes, that was Mandy right there with Sirudi Home, the remix. And I am being reminded, humbly reminded on online that um, it's not just Nairobi that's listening, it's the world. And actually you can interact with the show if you want to. Online, not Radio 254 online, across all social media platforms. Here is Wena by Thayo Moas. Na time niko fly me na play my role me na fanya what's mad roller coaster za mavats roller coaster za mavats when i like you do na me na rise when i come on solar in the night when i come on motor your eyes when i just wanna live a life when i like you do na me na rise when i come on solar in the night when i come on motor your eyes when i just wanna live a
I'm selfish, maybe I'm self-centered Maybe I say that I'm okay, but I'm just never Maybe I say a bunch of things, I'm the best at it Maybe I'm broken inside, I'm letting the stress get me And maybe you'll see it, and maybe you'll deal it With a lot of shit as well, and feeling as you're feeling And here the fuck I'm judging you, and we're just both in it Damn Damn. Matter of fact, who isn't? Feel like I'm procrastinating a lot. Feel like I'm waiting, like we lost communication and just be out here taking each other for granted. Oh man, I hate the situation. It's taking us back. I stay be playing all these games. It's even impractical. Being the same, but who's to blame? Shit never intend. It's lame how we moving dams. I'm painting our asses and it's taking the chance to be better companions. Think about my trauma and the healing took a ton of effort Think about my mama and I feel like I'm just kind of stressing A little bit more than I really should, I'm probably dressed by <laughs> Damn, how I'm handling my shit I'm hanging in there, I'm getting by, I'm battling, I quit Do I take it from here? I'm terrified, I'm settling for bits And it's facts that I'm just better than I think This is temporary, cause when times are hard It's always easy to forget that Learning how to stay breathing through the setback It's so necessary, uh, yeah And honestly, I get that, that this part of the journey this is jet lag yo sometimes i'm feeling alone even when you're here hope that you forgive me i just only want to make a mess see baby i understand that you only human should really get out of hand there's so much we could deal with said this song is not about food erosh and ecstatic gidambuda playing for you right here on radio 254 online check out the stream it's right there on twitch
Time is now 2:50 p.m. right here in Nairobi, East African time. And like I said, this is an international station. This is Radio 254 online. Right now, you're tuned into the extra hours, and like I told you, you're going to be talking about gaming in Kenya. So, in case you're wondering, what is you know the whole gaming scene like in Kenya? The esports, specifically the esports scene. These are the kind of competitions and everything that happens out there. So just stay tuned in. This is extra hours. Driving around Nairobi like a boss. I don't mean to brag, no. I don't mean to floss. Off the cross on the highway, listening to Cogway. The newest thing, God, it is Friday, man. We so fly, it's our time. On the dance floor, do my Dutta wine. I'm a Kawaida. Kawa, kama kawaida Niko na mistari na niko na mawaida If she ask for money, never leave with the bra And if he say he'll pay you next week, he's a fraud East African girl, hella me with the quad One time, then I leave with the squad uh, She say she got the sauce, I got the mayo The way I rock the city, Nairobi be like, hey yo hey. We can chill in my car Kid or not, like this. can you with my bullshit? 
Cause I was never satisfied with the lies that they feeding us Everything's subjective, everything's perspective, uh You might as well learn from Wikipedia Wikipedia, yeah And I still know nothing, it's all different assumptions What is life, what is love, what is pain What is, what is strife, is it all just a game What is the mind and is it inside of your brain If I change it, does it mean that I can change my habits, my talents, slowly regain my balance? Cause I try hard to maintain my balance. Yeah. I try hard to maintain my balance. My balance. Yeah. My balance. I try hard to maintain my balance. Hey. Hey. Mind is controlled by the chemicals you consume So, is it safe to assume you are what you eat? Uh, let me repeat, you are what you eat Pretty simple, I'm picky when I'm picking up utensils Gotta have the lentils, I'm low in serotonin I need the magnesium Knowing yourself is really easy when you know that You know that, you know that, you know that Everything you put into your system Has an effect on how you thinking Like how you relax after you drinking It starts to lower your inhibition Blame it on the liquor if you must Every sip starts to adjust Your brain and then your mind And in time you will find 
You become a person of a different kind. Less kind and less inclined to work. Uh, losing your balance, see your mind's berserk. Stumbling, all of a sudden you start to mumble and scream. Turn down for what? Turn down for yeah. I try hard to maintain my balance. I try hard to maintain my balance. You have like insufficient, insufficient balance. balance. I know. I try hard to maintain my balance. Yeah. 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 I try hard to maintain my balance. Yeah. I changed myself before I tried to change the world. My brain changes. Really hard to maintain it. In a world where we disregard our bodies. In a world where drinking is a hobby. In a world where we drink our way our problems. Instead of finding ways that we can solve them. I guarantee that you only get one body. No guarantee. So protect yourself. I'm probably being a hypocrite. I like to sip a bit. Get loose. Do some silly shit. But that's irrelevant. You should take care of your body. That's intelligent. Yeah, do smart. I try hard to maintain my balance. Yeah, I try hard to maintain my balance. You have like insufficient, insufficient balance. balance. I know. I try hard to maintain my balance. Yeah. You look so fine. You. You got me in a trance From your vibe there's no defense To your straight fire I claim you in advance My heart is on the line You're so extra baby Highs of love They may confiscate it Gotta keep it simple baby Bad vibes May try to complicate it Got 
Congratulations, God has granted you victory so you can lead this nation. I admire the fact that you've been hella patient. As you assume your role, I hope you get this information. We just from an election, so country bad on is shaky. A lot of sadness in Mekwamta lately. But this is from a good place, so I hope you don't mistake me. And to my supporters, I also hope you don't hate me. But there's an issue that only you can address. Reconciliation, that's what we need to start afresh. And you a man of God, so you know how to do it best. You say you wanna do Siraila, Nakuna Vlina ni stress. Mr. Hustler, yes, a man of integrity. Put the people together, cause Chuki says he necessity. Baba is being attacked, some people calling him names. But you can change this narrative, cause you've been through the same. Remember when they told you how is he getting why you're getting? But Mungu ni nani on a summit figure up with you. On belay to Kawana engineer to drag a Baba feet, cause I know you understand what that man is going through. My mama has been grieving, I called her Hakupik. And then she texted me and told me, son, I'm hella sick. I told her, why, mama? Ain't no reason to be sad. Baba's Fine, and that's another reason to be glad. But I couldn't blame her. She was fighting for a survival. You see, I saw a Kenya Wanga tribal. I told her that I know you went into Rosafi. A Christian who always wants to make God happy. And I bet he will be happy. I'll be just a Kamawewe. To protect you, you Mzaeu. Siachiakimewe. Yes. To protect you, you Mzaeu. Siachiakimewe. Eh, jitu na mpenda vile tu na kupenda. Atakuwa na kikimewe na watu. Una joni amefanya si tuna joni nini amefanya So to protect you mzai Thank you so much Congratulations Calligraph Jones Peace out
tabia za furahisha na ukikumbuka hiyo yake sura tuwaona kosa subira Rada, rada, funga macho ukilala, uda utahalwa, hala, ey, Nikolaites, nasidae kusafisha rada, rada, funga macho ukilala, uda utahalwa, Hawajui yetu ndio origi Tumekuja kuwashika kama origi Hibi tinachuna kama mapinji Tumekuja kuchapa wera hini ofisi Ofisi, ofisi Karada deo mwako wasi go missing Go missing, go missing Expresso niyo sisi Tiap tiap deo mwako wata pull up na tights Morning glory kufines kama rights Kumkula mdogo mdogo bites Climax kama asha flights Expresso simi wale wakorofi Ukicheza utazabu wakofi Si hulie niyo setu mkofi
chagua niwe na we na siwezi ngocha kwenda kwenye koti nikuvisha pete dunia inoti zile ninapandege ushanifanya ukipandisha be unajua nitafika na nitapita yeah lakini we unaninapandege ushanifanya ukipandisha be unajua nitafika yeah yeah hata kesho Listening to Radio 254. My name is Eugene, aka Mr. Cricket Smile, and these are the extra hours. We are having fun. We're having a good time. We've just played you Ethan Muziki before we came back on, and like I told you, in this second hour, we'll be talking about esports in Kenya. And since my guest is here, it's now time that you know I introduce you exactly into what we are talking about and why we are talking about it. So. When it comes to sports, the conversation is largely based around football, basketball, tennis, Formula 1 and other physically involving activities. Here in Kenya mostly, track and field events have been a major sporting event covered and appreciated by a large audience. Today, we're looking at a different kind of sports, e-sports. According to re- to, the, to the records, the first e-sports competition was held in 1975 at Stanford University. Now I'd love to go on and tell you know who was involved what was happening and you know, all that no 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 I won't do that I'll do you one better I'll share a link to the articles that you can read and actually learn more after all you're here to learn about the Kenyan scene isn't that right So before the pandemic gaming parlors and competitions had begun pulling in large crowds and parlors were even lauded as one of the most profitable or more profitable businesses for budding entrepreneurs It was through this that Esports Federation of Kenya was formed The competitions themselves brought a light to a new form of income for the youth and the player and players like Queen Aro represented the country in more than one international competition. In terms of returns, the gaming parlors provided a lot of young people a better way to spend their time other than being involved in vices and other unnecessary habits. They also got to earn, well, you know, not all of them, the winners mostly. I don't think participation trophies count when you lose 5-0 in FIFA. I don't know. 
By 2021, the financial projections claim that the industry would be worth over 50 million shillings in 2024. On today's show, we have the head of esports at GWS Studios, Eugene Mweri. He is also a mental health advocate and a broadcast journalist. We look at how the scene has evolved in the past few years, the task connectors and other esport competitions and how you can also get involved in them. Welcome to the show. So tell us who is Eugene Mweri? Uh Eugene Mweri is a TV broadcast journalist with CGTN Africa and the BBC. I beyond that on the esports side as you know that's the topic of the day. I am the head of esports at GWS Studios. It is a game publishing company that also deals with managing esports tournaments. Okay, that's quite interesting. Esports. But first before we talk about esports, how did you get into media? Why media? Of all, uh, you know, so many other professions. When I was a kid, I looked at the people on TV. It's as simple, and I got jealous of the yeah. attention they were getting, and I loved it. I knew, I just knew. And I told my dad, I want to do that. Okay. He said, "Good luck." And uh, about what seven years later, I ended up there. My first gig at KTN, and Citizen. Moving on, left local about four years ago, and then went foreign press. That's pretty much the short story. In short, well, it's quite. It has a lot of it in there because you've gone from local media to foreign press, and mm-hmm. now you have your own company, or so rather, you're part of. Yes, you know, I'm part an of independent. A, yes, I'm company. part of an independent startup there, um, led by you know we, the the main two. Okay, let's just say I'm the second there because I I run the esports division afresh, uh, something they weren't doing before. From besides the game publishing side, where they make their own video games. Yeah. Um, that's weird to say that in Nairobi there is a group that makes video games for sale. So that's pretty, it's a pretty nifty thing that I found it very very creative and relaxed environment. So I didn't even think twice about joining them, and that was around the COVID period. When the when you know when nobody knew what COVID was yeah, and everyone yeah. was stuck at home, so it was uh that was my first introduction into proper, you know, gaming for money. Okay, yeah. okay. So what drove you to esports specifically? You know, because you could have stuck with the game development side and just you know talked about people developing games, but you've gone on to move into esports, like specifically like competitive playing of these video games. So essentially, like I said, when I got into this, it was around the COVID period when it started. Uh, it was when everybody found themselves. You know, basically, I like to say that in 2020 we all wasted a year. That year did not exist, and we ended up at home worldwide. Mm. The year was blank. So at that period, I was seated alone at home, doing the one thing I like most when I'm home. It's not movies or telly. Uh, it's video games. Okay. I like. Gaming a lot, and so I put my workmates. It started off with a WhatsApp group with my workmates. We put uh, I put them in a WhatsApp group, and then we started gaming. Eventually, they added their own friends who would play the same game because we were big Call of Duty people, and we'd end up end up uh, playing custom games together. So I I sat down and I thought, hey, this this group kind of sold itself. Uh, to a point, I originally added twenty people, and now at that time, WhatsApp could hold two fifty seven, and in a week. 57 was full. So it's like, okay, there's something missing here. So who who's talking to all these people? And I decided to stop putting my own capital in for tournaments just to make it interesting. I tell guys, you know, we we're, we're all home, we're not doing anything, we're trying to run TV shows from home and it's, you know, it's not working. It's not, it's working, not working out. Working. So I put up a prize pot at the end of the week. Hey, let's do this for this amount. And I just live stream the whole thing and I put commentary over it, and 
people came to watch surprisingly people would sit through a 3 hour stream on people playing competing on video games and they just watched okay okay this is something and i started put making them a bit more regular i planned out how much capital i'd spend over a month on this to just try and then correlate how the income would come back on uh, in per views on youtube and all that So when I uh, by the end of the by, by three months later, I figured out how it, the, the momentum of this thing was going to go, and the plan was uh, now let's just start looking for sponsors to make this a viable way of living, right? So at the end of three months, the first group that came on and took the risk was Juice Studios. These guys came on and hey, they were a startup at the time. They just got their seeding capital to start up at the time. So they they joined the group like it was. Now this competition that you had created, yeah, that's where they came in. Yes, they came in just to sponsor it out. I'm like, okay, you want to give money away? Fine, I'll I'll help you give money away. So they had their seeding capital going, and uh, I helped them give money away, which became a regular thing for the Call of Duty people. And um, so uh, it, it was a nice venture. Eventually, I decided, you know, why not stick with them and see what they're up. You know, they they had something really good going, and that was my first venture business-wise into video games. The world of the world of making money through video games. Okay, yeah. so from Call of Duty, how how has it grown? You know, when you started out, you just started out with Call of Duty, and now you're Task Tasca Nexters. Did you you know when you started out was this was this the idea that you had when you started out? Do you think it could go this far? Were you like? You know, maybe maybe it's just something I'm gonna do for a while, and then I'll just drop it. No, far from it, because uh, originally the the Tasca Nexters thing turned out to be just the tip of the iceberg. Because um, at the beginning, I was I was just looking at doing a couple of things with friends for fun. That was it. I got into this because my friends liked it. We'd have fun off hours, off work hours. When I get off air, I'd, I'd unwind with the video games. But eventually, it started. The reason I went heavily into it and r- decided to risk my own capital, I'll say this and put this on the line out there. Something I usually, I, I, I say this because it's 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 something I came to realize out of shock myself. Uh, in the two years I invested into video games, I made back twice as much as I've made in TV for the last seven years, and I've been in media for seven years already. <laughs> so, yeah, it took two years to make back off video games alone because my role ended up uh having relations with EA Sports themselves to mm-hmm. license here in tournaments here in Kenya with Activision themselves to license tournaments for Call of Duty here um so it, it I did not see this coming no no yes. no so Tasca next to the Tasca tournament was the tip of the iceberg Red Bull brought themselves eventually became a Red Bull commentator for their tournaments uh Uh, maybe I'll talk about that later in the show. Oh, definitely, definitely. We have to talk about that. You know, but you've you've just talked about Call of Duty, Activision, all this, all these different companies, these different gaming conglomerates. I would say that create so many different games. But what are the most popular ones that are played right here in Kenya? <laughs> FIFA. My goodness, <laughs> I didn't even hesitate to say that because Kenyans have this this insane. I say insane because it's it it really is insane love for football mm-hmm. and. I, as much as I'd want to be biased for the games I like to play, I have I've come to admit the stats are with football. Fanatics for FIFA somehow don't make sense to me. People stick with this even despite not being able to afford a console. Most people cannot afford a PS4 or PS5. 
but the the audience there is massive. Yeah, professionals. Massive, yes. That did. Yeah. So uh, that that's uh, uh, without hesitation, it's FIFA. FIFA ranks at the top. Even okay. during the competitions, that's the one that that is the one up there. FIFA ranks top. Uh, the rest of the shooter games, it's Call of Duty, PUBG, and uh, the fighter games like Tekken. Mm. Yeah. So there's no, not much of this um, open world MMO RPGs. Uh, you can't exactly, not, 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 not in the Kenyan scene. They're, they're not that popular here. That's that's a European thing. So each 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 side has their own thing that's popular. SA have their own thing that's popular. Nigeria have that thing that's popular. But uh, there's one game that unifies the African continent, and we try to find common ground in the tournaments that we can get the audience base off because. The people watching is how the sponsors, you know, the proof in the pudding that they come to decide to give away, to be generous. So PC or console, you know, as Mobile. a gamer? Wait, mo- wait, what? Yeah. Not even PC, not console. Yes. Mobile. Mobile. I have a PC. I have, of course, I have a PC. That's where I used to game of originally when I started. But my niche is mobile gaming. I'll, I'll put it this way. And I, I, I love that surprise on your face because that's, <laughs> I usually appreciate when I say it out loud and people, what, what, yeah, why? Like, okay, just, yeah, just, you know, it's your story. Just keep going. The business model um, supported mobile gaming a lot more. Why? Activision themselves realized Call of Duty and the rest. Uh, FIFA themselves converted FIFA to mobile. There's FIFA Mobile. That's about 3 GBs on Play Store. There's Call of Duty on mobile. Same graphics as the PlayStation yeah. on mobile. Uh, EA Sports put Apex Legends on mobile. Battlefield is on mobile. Every uh, publisher realized that their games can be converted to mobile. And the sales, you know, they pick up a lot more on mobile because everyone can afford one of these smartphones that can handle the same processor PC type things on a smartphone. So the bigger the reach, the easier the reach. And uh, it was being on a mobile phone, it was rather easy to sell to the sponsors. Yeah, because you always did. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone has a phone, everyone can do it. That was an easy sell. It was, it sold itself to the sponsors at the beginning. The only thing that now we needed to prove when we needed uh, sponsors to come through was uh, our people watching. That was it. Not that the people playing, that was that's all itself. Watching these tournaments, that's a different well, thing. Where, where do people actually go to watch this? Thing? YouTube. YouTube. Uh, yes, I'd love so to you say stream YouTube. live on YouTube. Yes, live on YouTube. Okay. So, uh, of course, we consider different platforms, but uh, we consider the ones that are that apply most to our region. Uh, YouTube being the base that's common to everyone. You can talk about Discord. You can talk about Twitch as much. It's they're, they're popular gaming platforms. Uh, but uh, for the person who is machinani, mm. uh, you start teaching them about Twitch and Discord. Yeah. And you really want a one plus one equals this for the sponsor to understand. They don't want complicated math that we have to teach the people we're trying to sell our products to how to use the product where they're no, they going to watch. Yeah. So where they're used to watching is where you push the product. So even, okay, let me, uh, when, you, when you started the WhatsApp group that you created at first, mm. you were playing still on mobile. Yeah, yeah. So it's only recently that now I decided to start pushing beyond mobile gaming and to the console and PC types. That's how Tasca Nectars came in. Tasca Nectars was FIFA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasca poured in a proper 22 mic for that project. And they they were generous ar- around that. And I, I had to diversify around different games because you go where the sponsor tells you. So the audience uh, wanted FIFA. They provided FIFA. Uh, 
So yeah, you just go where the sponsor tells you to go. Basically. It's not even about, you know, this is popular, this works better. It's just like Yeah, sometimes sure. sometimes this they they do uh market research of which games are popular, but they ultimately decide what they want. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty much their baseline of how such of these such things go. Like Red Bull recently did PUBG Mobile. Um so yeah, that's pretty much it. Speaking of Red Bull, how did you how you know, how did you how was it how did you get to become an ambassador, an official ambassador for Red Bull? I won't say official ambassador. I'll just say you, commentator. You were, you, you were still working with them, so that's kind of official. I just say commentator. Okay, just commentator. commentating on their tournaments, which is a privilege, by the way, because um, that whatever gigs they have, they were kind enough to invite me along because um, they saw that where the audience pulling was, and eventually the WhatsApp groups, like I said, sold themselves uh, from one to being Kenyan, and then I had to start managing a Ugandan WhatsApp group. I had to start managing a Tanzanian WhatsApp group. Then I had to create a one East African one. Then I had to create one that unifies an All African group for Nigeria because Nigeria and South Africa were the other out of East African markets that really reached out to our tournaments. So I had to find a way of making all these communities correlate while still keeping the element of back home. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So while you're creating these tournaments, you know, you're telling people to attend and everything. How was, you know, how was the audience reception at first? Just just like turn up, we're going to be playing games all day. I have never, that's the one thing that I found a blessing about all this. I have never struggled with audience reception at all, ever. I never spent, the one thing I can safely say for the last three years, I've never spent a dime on is advertising for these tournaments. I've never spent a dime on advertising or marketing any of these tournaments, none, because word of mouth for some reason people will not hesitate to show up for something they love mm. especially if you're giving it to them for free right i never charge this pay to play model where people pay to registration fees to join a tournament no yeah. Yeah. no i believe in more of let the content sell itself the sponsor will find a way of making you know what yeah. what value they they find in these and the value they find is the number of people watching this like an actual broadcast mm. because the streams sometimes go for 7 hours straight so I'm on on a mic in my bedroom because I stopped going to live locations eventually when I realized I can do this from home and cut costs in a way and make the stream look flashy still. So yes, um, that's pretty much for the revenue side it it rather sold itself. And how's the audience retention? You know, 7 hours of straight gaming. How is the audience retention? Hard. People's, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Do people stick around for the whole uh whole 7 hours or what happens? Is there like a dip somewhere in the middle and everything? There's always a dip. You can't expect everybody uh like 3000 people to stick around for 7 hours. It doesn't mm. work like that. But there are people, the hardcore. And usually I thank I'm thankful for the guys in campus mostly because either they when they leave class, they stick around and either play or watch the stream for the full period like task guy remember guys watched the whole thing and started at 7 p.m. and we were done at midnight man and then there was another call of duty one no red bull was 7 hours red bull was 7 hours and guys stuck around for the whole thing that pubg guys stuck around for the whole 7 hours and it's just it, these these are not just kenyans these are no multinational multinationals mostly but i've i managed through the course of this again the market research you've managed to identify where your base is so you you know after this streams which regions you need to serve and pay attention a lot more to especially when they have newcomers so the newcomers for me are maybe DRC and Somalia 
those are the newcomers of late. That's quite interesting. That's quite interesting. So, you know, just a, a short break before, you know, you go back to it. I want you to recommend a Kenyan song. Mm. Let me see. Properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is Extra Hours. My guest is Eugene Mweri. I think you should just, you know, do the whole introduction. You know, make it like this is this is now this is now you in your mic. This is your element. Mm. So do your thing. Tell people who you are, how they can reach you, you know, how they can get in touch and all that. Hi, my name is Eugene Mweri. I'm a TV broadcast journalist with CGTN Africa, also an eSports commentator. You can find me on social media. That is Instagram, Eugene Abu Dhabi, Eugene underscore Abu Dhabi. Like the city, but different spelling. Just Eugene Abu Dhabi, A B U D E R B Y. That's pretty much it. Why, why Abu Dhabi? Don't ask. That is a stupid high school story, and I just decided to stick with the name. It is a. It was just a. We have more for you right after the break. <laughs> so yeah, since he said you're not gonna ask, we have to ask that question. Here is properly by Nyashinsky and. Hello. Sedo. Hello. Come on, you mwenyeji. Mweni mwenyeji. Hello. Come on, si mwenyeji. Mind your business. Kona ataka ule anaicha pampaka ilale basi arakisha njona. Bima inanukia shasha mane ustupeni ni kwa flona. Supakumudia ladha gane gneze na fast house slow. Baby. Haiva nikisikia mapop male nikita after plan ya do. Yeah. Transishi vita tunamaliza. Nani ukinita tumamamita. Auma lipsinka wanawaingiza. Napanda stage na unamujiza. Mwenyeji. Baba waketa. Wananiti, wananiiga Likuwa na choma mpaka kwa filter Kabado kushago Life iko order Bako kweli na sound unachocha Mile naifanya siyo hoja Kuku isi ni situ na zosa Tunaifanya ga Proper, proper, proper Proper, tunaifanya ga ロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパロッパ
We're still here myself and I'd like to say myself too cuz that, that would be that would sound so cool cuz <laughs> this double <laughs> Eugene thing no. <laughs> no no I'd love to say myself and myself you know Eugene interviewing Eugene but yeah that's pretty much what's going on right now and we are talking about esports in Kenya and we want you know before the break I asked a question he said you know he's going he's not going to answer but you know this is radio and once you you mention something it's it's just out there so you just have to I played the fifth <sighs> okay So yeah, esports in Kenya that's what we are talking about. And uh well I want now to get to, you know into more personal matters. You've been on panels about you know mental health and suicide prevention. Mm. So why did you feel it was important to speak about mental health first of all? Uh the mental health part is one I usually try not to publicize for my own benefit. I first went public in uh I was two years after I left local media. I just joined uh BBC at the time. Uh, and in CGT and also I was only about four months old so it was after a news bulletin and at that time I saw a story of uh, two people that week mm-hmm. one lawyer I'll never forget it was a lawyer in Mombasa and a high school girl who'd just been shamed by her teacher for having a first period and they took their lives and that resonated with me because in 2017 of uh, I tried to take my own life uh, back then. And since that was the first time I publicly said it to the world and myself on socials that I had once tried to take my own life. And since then it had been more of a journey of using even my own phone number as a suicide hotline because at the, until then Kenya did not have one standing hotline for such issues still doesn't still up to NGOs and private organizations mm-hmm. pulling their own toll free hotlines no government run uh, initiative where an emergency line can be you know called for such yeah, issues yeah. so yeah it'd been it had been an issue personal initiative of trying to reach people in such situations um it was not just about sitting on panels uh the panel thing was just a by the way to get it out there to get government attention because still on my role as on the the journalist side uh was more about making sure those responsible for legislation in on such issues know there is a group of people who are a bit angry that nothing is being done till now mm-hmm. so I was more on the reaching outside guys would basically tell me on social send me this person has just uploaded what looks like a suicide note so okay it was now about let's start f- trying to find this person I'd try and drive out find the person reach out to maybe police in the area to try and go and reach in case they self harm and no one has reached them yet um so suicide in Kenya is illegal still under very backwards provision in the constitution uh, that is way pre-colonial level stuff. Mm. So it has been more of a, a personal push to get such legislation removed and more people uh oriented policies in place. So that's pretty much my fight with <laughs> those in power that has been going on for a while now. 
So mm. I've managed to be on certain panels, uh, represented certain organizations. Uh, not going to mention them because that's not the purpose of why I speak on this issue. It's more, this is my personal cause, my personal battle that I choose to, you know, fight out. So yes, we I have been on also government-related panels, met, had relations with those relevant in the Ministry of Health on th- those matters, and we've worked on reforming mental health policies in Kenya for the past four years, uh, especially so since COVID happened and most people lost their jobs during that period, which I have to say was literally the hardest time to be doing outreach for people, especially when there were lockdowns and you couldn't find somebody who's in another county and there is a lockdown somewhere. So I I had to misuse my press card a lot to get past county lines to find people. And... Uh, I don't regret any of it because I've met people with heavy stories to tell in the process, but it's been a blessing. Mm. That's great. That's a nice way to give back. Because my next question is, you know, still in the same line. Um, there, there's always these reports about, you know, gaming being addictive. Well, it's not, I don't know about here in Kenya, but uh, they say gaming promotes violence, which to me does not. I mean, it's one way to release violence. And people, people say that, you know, gaming is addictive, and but some, mostly the ones who actually game and those who've turned to gaming, just like people turn to other, let's say, beneficial ways to battle different problems. What's your opinion on that, gaming being addictive and... You know, be it being good or not good for mental health. I will talk about, I'll put it this way. This is in the perspective of why you game. Why do you play video games? Most people play video games to just get away from reality. It's their way to unwind. Can it get addictive? Yes, it can. Can it get addictive in a way that's super unhealthy? Yes, especially when you're just gaming throughout and there's no return from what you do. You're not gaming in a way to unwind or release stress. You're just doing it for the heck of it. And uh, if you find it's taking up time that's supposed to be valuable for you, now that's addictive. There has to be a line. That's that's an individual fight. Mm -hmm. The violence question, no. I don't believe video games are the reason why people are violent. People are the people why, are the reason why they're violent. It's not because of video games. We can blame a lot of things for people being violent. But uh, no, people are the reason why people are violent. You're just violent because you're a violent person, not all so many things around your personal upbringing, but you're pinning it on video games, no. It doesn't work like that. No, you'd say people are violent because movies are violent, because they watch violent films, they watch violent, what, no. You, it, but if you, if, you put it, if you put it as movies are the ones that are promoting violence, then what's the difference between someone who's on the game? No, no, I was saying like you, saying video games are violent. People are violent oh, because yeah. of video games. It's like Excellent. saying that you you're violent because you went and watched uh, a Fast and Furious flick and everyone well, was being beaten up. There are a few movies that have inspired violence. Yeah. Well, not locally, but there are yeah, a few internationally. Movies. Yeah, I, this is a this is a hot potato subject, man. But my. Uh, Mine is more of you find out why. I'll just put it this way because we can start debating the philosophy of all this for hours. But for me, it's the more individual. It's a, it's an individual thing. Why do you play video games? Why uh, you play it to unwind? I play it for this reason. I now stick around it a lot because it's my source of revenue again. Yeah. 
So it's more it's down to why you play. And yes, can it d- get addictive? It can in a very unhealthy way. So that's now more of a personal check and you learn to set boundaries of how long you spend on, on gaming. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so you spoke about the pandemic and you know people you not being able to move around during your drive. But at the same time, did the pandemic help, you know, the gaming community grow or did it, you know, was there like a slump after it was over? Because now we are about, I think, two years after it was. Yeah, yeah, that was two years. Yeah, it's two years. Two years in. We're almost three years in now. Yeah. But uh, I'll say that's that's actually a guilty. It's a guilty. Yeah. Yes. We usually say this that it's the one thing that helped us throughout that period mm. because we decided to leverage on everyone being at home at the same time. We saw a situation where there was no sport on the planet being played. Yeah, that's none. true. Yeah. So yes, yes, it did help people to get on gaming a lot. It helped us literally jumpstart video games in this course. So, it, so a battle that had taken people who were in the industry before me uh, years because I found other people. Mm. And it took them years to get any attention. And it took me two months to get uh, revenue out of it. So yes, COVID wow. was... Uh, that is, that's heavy. Yeah, that was... Co- uh, unfortunately and fortunately, COVID did help spare the audience a bit. Okay. And after, after the, so now after the pandemic, because now it's three years. Yeah. Has it has, have the numbers gone down or are people now no, actually no, no, no. more professional and even bringing in more people? A lot of, the, a lot, a lot of, pe- uh, a lot of people, a few people, not a few people, a couple of people went into it full time. I know players, mostly I'd say this, the players who won a lot of the tournaments mm. uh, left whatever they did as day jobs and went fully into this for a living. Wow. And they got bought out by certain teams uh, international say mostly yeah. uh, so yes there are some people who went into it full time the audiences the audience numbers they did not dip they just changed from time to time because everyone it was back to regular programming people went back to school people went back to work so the priorities shifted people had to find time to balance with their work and gaming so wait you're saying people are being bought out so wait esports faces the same problems that other sports face yes yes they there is an esports federation which i run that is government registered which i found out this year i found out two months ago believe it or not that there is an esports federation that has existed for four years who knew people just yeah it's just because it's surprising that you know people are being bought out by south african countries which is the same thing we usually hear with almost every other sport including track and field where the runners themselves i don't know if it's an issue of nationality or something but they don't necessarily yeah they change for for athletes for athletes it's very different because for what we're talking about is how um like quinaro the person you mentioned Mm. sylvia is a friend of mine and she's uh she signed up with a, 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 I think it's a Korean team, uh, UIU. And uh, she was with a United States team before that. It's basically being signed by foreign teams. Mm. And yeah, true, because, mostly because the local teams haven't exactly progressed as much as they would have. Uh, but the people who are 
Now the people who are in my in my case have yeah. been signed by South African and Nigerian teams because that's where the esports is a lot more heavily invested in. Here I can count the number of sponsors have that have come through. Big ones, but how regularly do they do it cuz compared to Nigeria and South Africa. Mm. So yeah, that's why it's it's very easy for them to move. They need to maintain since they've decided to take the leap into esports as a way of living. They need to maintain it and that means being signed in places that actually do that on a regular basis. What about the teams in Kenya? How about how are those performing, you know, so far? Cuz we I am sure there are a few teams that are like top notch and everything. And we see these competitions happening every year almost, you know, twice a year or even more times than that. But how about the Kenyan teams? How is their performance? I'll say this, the Kenyan teams do come together at the time when there is any specific huge tournament. Uh that's the bad thing about this side. They still most of the guys who haven't been lucky enough to be signed by foreign teams still have to maintain their day jobs and their day-to-day life in school and all that because you know they have not gotten any steady income from esports so their daily life here has to continue mm-hmm. and can only get involved in the gaming side when there's a big tournament that can you know push you to that push you to that locally so that's when their teams finally do hey there's this thing happening in 2 months or next week uh we need to get the team together again and start practicing and then we sign up and go but that's that's pretty much the routine for the the, the local teams here now that from those local teams is where you find individuals who really stand out carry their teams and they get signed mm. out so that's pretty much and you know once you get signed it's just a regular it's income now. now regular that's you've sold yourself Good. yeah okay So you 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 even told us about you know Red Bull. What about the YouTube creator package? I saw I also saw that. I'm just going to Right. You. YouTube were kind enough package. to send me <laughs> to gift me a few things um uh two weeks ago. I guess they took notice of a few of the esports things and they they sent something small, no biggie. Okay. a little some something humility in that says um, there's a lot more going on but you know it's good for you it's good for you at least you know <laughs> you will see something different and that's all we are about you know we need some some different ways to look at life and living the way we do because it can't just be the same thing for everyone there are different ways to do things mm. so beyond esports what else are you involved in we, we've talked about mental health we've talked about broadcast journalism beyond this um fatherhood because i don't that, that, that is that that does that qualify as it does it does because yeah. you 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 have you know you have a family and you're still gaming that's quite i think that's quite interesting. yeah because i try not to get uh, too overly involved in work stuff um there still needs to be my time so yes i guess fatherhood qualifies as the other journey i'm proud dad of one so yeah that's pretty much it How's that been? You know, when fulfilling when especially in the media industry, how has it been? Fulfilling. Fulfilling, man. Like fatherhood changes aspects of how you do things day to day. I look at myself because the, the the little guy turned he turned 2 in November last year and he's about to turn 3 in November this year. So I'll say this, I love my kid, but there are times So yeah, children <laughs> wonderful aren't they? <laughs> amazing creatures <laughs> amazing amazing <laughs> yeah that's that's quite interesting so you know as we wrap up the show cuz you know we have uh, the 254 drive coming back and coming in from 4 to 7 p.m. 
as we wrap up the show, how do you feel in your own words? How do you feel about the esports industry in five years? Uh, I, there's this thing that I don't like about uh, most of uh, my friends in esports, uh, Kina Brian and Beast and Sylvia, saying that the esports industry is picking up. I don't agree. The esports industry has already picked up. Mm. I, we just need to get with the program. It's here. The revolution already started, and it's already a thing now. Because me, I'm, I won't be, I won't lie. I'm, me, I'm on an exit from television. <laughs> I'm, you. I am a, from. A, this has been my exit. From what I, uh, the, the the gaming side is my exit mm. plan. If I can work from my bedroom, then I am quite okay. Speaking of remote work, and why, why, why? Okay, do you at some point feel that you will miss the office environment? No. Why, why? Why not? That was that was too quick. Why not? <laughs> because it took me a while to realize I can work from home and be productive. I set up my own live stream setup, equal something like this, literally, in one of the rooms in my at, at home. And whenever there's a big hu- a tournament, one of the things in the budget or that the, 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 the sponsor will come and say, "Oh, okay, what do you think in terms of location?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm, I want to stream from my room." <laughs> like, and they're like, "What do you mean your bedroom?" So I send a sample of what the live stream looks like. I tell you, this you literally will not have to spend a dime on venues and whatever and outsourcing equipment because we can do this from here and then worry about the finals being the big event. So yeah, that uh, you can be productive and I will not miss an office setup. No. Okay. Okay. A parting shot as we wrap up the show now. Finally, finally, like, like this is the final wrapping. This is that bow on top of everything. Uh, Baba Booey. I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I usually don't have that kind of pressure of saying something wise at the end. No, it's, it doesn't have to be something wise. You know, just anything that's been on your mind this week, something you read interesting, just, you know, anything. Hey, mavuta imepanda, please. I just, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the part. Yeah, short. yeah, things are getting expensive. But, you know, I think the first 100 days is what is going to tell us. That's what I'm saying. I please. And just work for yourself. Well, of course, there's that. But then the first 100 days as a country is um, quite important. But yeah, so that's our show. That's our show for today. My name is Eugene, a.k.a. Mr. Cricket Smile. I have been interviewing. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been, um, it's been quite the moment right here because uh, speaking my own name and interviewing <laughs> myself, it feels like, um, you know, it's, it's doppelganger things over here going on. But yeah, it's quite interesting. That's been your show. Um, uh, you can catch this show every other Thursday from 2 to 4 p.m. Stick around for the 254 Drive. And remember, Radio 254 online streams everywhere, wherever it is that you listen to your radio platform. I'm not talking about just the website. That's 254.radio. If you listen to it on Radio Garden, whatever radio app you have on your phone, I'm pretty sure you can listen to it. But... But instead of getting that, you can just download the Radio 254 app itself. Follow me on social media at EKGRDIO. Check out the station at Radio 254 online. And where can they find you? How can they join you? How can they support you? Instagram mainly, Eugene Abu Dhabi. And YouTube, Eugene Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi with the A-B-U-D-E-R-B-Y. Do not ask me where the game, the name came from again. Where did the name come from? We are out of time. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to leave you with Virusimbaya, Marijuana Love, the Bona Remix.
Mi na kingwa ijo atutaia chana Atutaia chana Niko mangwa ijo kutoka jana Zime nishika sana Wana jocha niko jicho nyanya Nasio kujifanya Ini mapenzi ya marijuana Zime nishika sana Mi na kingwa ijo atutaia chana Karawaki ni 